It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. And hour number three of the program here on Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy day after the snowstorm. And we can get into some of that. Uh, if you missed the um, announcement that we made earlier in the program, it was actually an announcement that uh, Senator Mark Pacheco made last night on his uh, Facebook page that he will not be seeking reelection. We have that story for you at WBSM.com. If you want to read more about it and read the senator's own words on it, that's... Um, Again, that's up there for you at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. All right, let's uh, go right back to the phones as promised, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Hey, I just learned something about you. I didn't realize you bowled. I do, yeah. I'm, I'm in a league uh, with my brother over at Wonder Bowl. He had somebody on his team a couple of years ago that wasn't doing well and wasn't showing up, so they asked me to fill in, and I hadn't bowled in forever, but I've been with them now for the last couple of years. Yeah, I usually, I couldn't bowl this year because of my health, but I usually bowl the winter league with my brother and uh, my uncle and stuff, so I didn't what, know that about you. What night do you bowl on? Sundays, usually. Okay, I, we do Thursdays right now. Yeah, I think my brother Jason Jay bowls Thursdays as well. He did. I don't know if he still does. Um, but I, uh, like I said, I'm out because of an injury right now, and I couldn't bowl this year, and it sucks. So I hope you get back healthy and um, have fun because I love bowling. It's uh, really fun to do and just enjoy a night, you know? Well, maybe we'll get to face off sometime. Oh, we will. Absolutely. Anytime you want to bowl once I'm better, let's, uh, let's do it, Tim. Absolutely. All right, man. Take care. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I should put out the caveat. I, I'm in a bowling league, but I'm not very good. I'm actually, what was I averaging, 147 for most of the season? And then I was like, okay, well, I got to ha- do pretty well before I go out for surgery because if you can't pre-bowl, they're going to take 10 pins off your average, and that's what you're going to get for every game while you're out. So I was like, okay. I just got to get myself up. Maybe if I can get, if I can just get to like a 157, then I can get that 147 while I'm gone. And I ended up going in the tank before surgery. So uh, I was averaging 127 before I went in. So now they're getting a 117 when I'm not there. So, I mean, thankfully they're bowling their brains out without me in some cases, but uh, I don't know. I know that they want me to get back, but I just, I can't push it. I'm going to, try next week like maybe monday or tuesday to go out and practice and see how i feel and then maybe i can make my return next week but uh, i do miss being down there with everybody so maybe i'll stop in tomorrow and just hang out 508-996-0500 good morning you're next on wbsm you just kind of answered my question just go hang out be supportive it's kind of selfish if in any way they're saying Are you still there? 
No, I'm, I'm losing you. You're cutting out on me. You got me? You, am I back? You're back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a little selfish. I get it. But even for anyone even saying anything like that, um, a friend of mine yesterday had a kidney completely removed. And um, he's, in a vet, he's in a veterans hospital and stuff. And uh, his world's all changed. And somebody had a big event coming up this weekend. And actually hear somebody. And they didn't just say, Job, you're gonna miss it. They're pretty harsh about it, and I had to walk away before I blew my cool. Yeah, but I mean, life my, happens. My brother's been offering to pick me up every week if I want to go hang out. The problem is, is I'm just not comfortable staying in one place for too long. So you know, gotta get up, use the bathroom, or gotta get up, walk around. So like, I I just didn't want to be a distraction while I was there. But you know, maybe maybe this week it's time to finally just go back and hang out, just to get out of the house. You know, which is understandable. And yeah, and and that's the whole thing. They get resources. Socialization is so important, my friend. You know that. Yeah. Um, I spoke to two weeks ago tomorrow. I spoke to a very well knowledgeable person in that community, and um, I wasn't aware. I knew you always expect like on holidays, like overdoses and stuff like that, increase and there was some suicides. But he said the suicide rate um, this year, from like October now, in Greater New Bedford, has skyrocketed. And some people just get pressured. They say something kind of foolishly, and they don't get it. Like, if someone's going through something, be supportive and kind, like encouragement. Don't don't say something that's so selfish that the person becomes conscientious. But back to a um, positive. Um, Mark Pacheco, I came back here in 91 from Taunton, and he was just getting involved in city council. So he's done the whole gambit, and I appreciate, I didn't appreciate, I didn't like everything he ever did, but. He was a good guy, a lot of sacrifice, and as you know, politicians, when they get in deeply involved for a long time, their families, they miss weddings, they miss birthdays. Um, there's, a lot, there's a lot that goes with it, and I appreciate everything he's always done, and whatever's going on in the next chapter of his life, I wish him well, well. Yeah, I mean, and he said right out in the, let me grab the, let me grab the letter here, he said right in it, this decision does not mean I'm closing the door on other existing or future electoral or appointed right. positions in public service. Mm -hmm. So he'll still be around. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, and he's worked real well with, um, he, he was actually a good mentor and you can talk to Mark Martigny about it because he's been in the game a lot at that level before Mark and uh, they've worked well together. They've worked against the other, but yeah, I'll tell you, um, you always pretty much know where you stand with Mark Martigny. <laughs> Just like with Montigny. And uh, so anybody from the Bristol County, the South Coast, we've always been kind of shunned out of the, we don't call it the Beltway, but inside of 128. So, but, um, so the weather, we lucked out. I mean, yesterday morning, even at this time, they were saying we were going to get 8 to 10. And by 10, 11 o'clock, they started switching it out and it went back inland instead of hugging the coast. So. Always a pleasure, my friend. Likewise. You have a great day. Yep. Take it easy. And uh, if you want to call in 508-996-0500, we have, um, hold on, just give me one second. Right, sometimes I can't do two things at once. Sometimes when I have to cue something up, I can't necessarily reach over to the keyboard where I can type into it to get it into the computer because it's way on the other side of the studio. So I appreciate your patience with that. We, um, 
we certainly can talk more about the storm. I was mentioning this earlier in the program. Was it uh, was it that we dodged a bullet, or was it that the storm was overhyped? Because what we were saying yesterday, what anywhere from four inches to ten inches for New Bedford. And what did we get? Four inches. We got the low end of it. So is that the case? Is that the situation? Is that what it was? It was just we the storm wasn't as impactful here as it was in other places, so we got lucky? Or was it that it was going to be a four-inch storm all the time and they just had to hype it up into something more? I know what people are going to say. I think it was more just the, the nature of the storm. They changed the snow prediction so frequently, even as it was getting ready to bear down on us because of the way that this storm was was moving. So it was hard, excuse me, to really pinpoint what people were going to get and where. As I mentioned, seven inches in Fall River, four inches in New Bedford. And then even look at Cape Cod, where Sandwich got eight inches of snow, whereas Picasson only got 1.5 inches of snow. So you're talking about just a couple of miles difference and a difference of six and a half inches of snow. So this really was a very localized storm in terms of what you got where. And in fact, you know, New Bedford reported 4.2, but I think they take that at the airport, right? So you might, have li- you might be living somewhere else and you might have gotten five or six. That's how this storm worked, and that's how it came down. But it still was not nearly as bad as it could have been. They were still made the right call by canceling school because of the timing of the storm. I drove home yesterday at, you know, 9.15, 9.20. I don't know that I would have wanted anybody out on the road if they could help it. It wasn't terrible. But it was also a perfect day to stay home if you could stay home. And then, you know, the school buses start to leave at like 2.30. And it was still coming down around that time. It was starting to get lighter, but it was still coming down. So I think everything worked out fine. There's snow days built into the school calendar. We're already into mid-February, and this is the first one they've had to use. It, it was fine. It was the right call. But we were talking earlier about the parking ban. You heard the mayor call in with, with Chris yesterday, and he's probably going to talk more about it when he comes on with Chris at 11 o'clock for midweek with the mayor. Brought to you by South Coast and Associates. He probably will discuss more about the parking ban and about how there is a reluctance from people to actually follow through on it. And as I said, I was over in the near North End yesterday when I left here looking at some of those side streets where people were still parked up and down both sides. They were just defiantly ignoring the parking ban. And you know what? They can't say that they didn't know about it Because not only was it broadcast out on WBSM and talked about on the news and put up on all the different TV stations and everything and put out on social media, they literally had 
vehicles driving up and down the city streets with loudspeakers warning people to move their cars. They weren't coming down with the loudspeaker telling about the, the Blues Brothers Rhythm and Blues Review happening in the ballroom. No, they were telling you that if you didn't move your car, your car could get towed. And it was loud. And you couldn't say that you didn't know. Plus, I'm going to guess the people who probably got towed yesterday, if anybody did get towed yesterday, they've probably been towed before. There are people who will just, or at least been fined before. There are people who are just going to ignore that because it's an inconvenience to them and they don't want to be inconvenienced. But now they left and went to work today and when they come home, they're not going to be able to find a place to park because half the street couldn't get cleared. 508-996-0500. Let's, uh, let's take a quick call here before we have to take a break. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Chris. Um, that's me, right? It is you. Only you know for okay. sure if it's you, but it sounds like you. All right, good. Thanks. Listen, you're talking about people parking on both sides. Mm-hmm. How about some enforcement? They started towing, get every tow company in New Bedford working, start towing the hell out of cars, and that'll end, and the city coffers will grow. That's all I got to say. Thanks. All right, thank you. Uh, I do Bye. think... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to catch you off there, but I, I do think that they had every intention of enforcing it, but they were trying to give people as much leeway as they could. As I said, you know, the parking ban started at midnight on Tuesday and the storm hadn't started until really seven o'clock, eight o'clock is when the snow started to fall, when it started to change over. And after eight o'clock is when it really started to pick up in intensity. So I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't know this for sure, but I wouldn't be surprised if they really gave people some leeway early Tuesday morning and that they weren't out towing cars at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., but if they went back at 7 a.m. and those cars weren't there, yeah, you're getting pulled out of the way because they need to be able to, to plow those streets. So I think that they tried to give everybody as much leeway as they could, and what that caller says is, you know, that's what they've got to do is, is you just, the fines apparently don't matter because people just keep doing it. Now, there's a lot of parking ordinances and and things that I disagree with in the city. There's a lot, you know, the, the 10 feet from a driveway, go tell that to these houses in the South end or, or the near North end where they're, they're packed in tight and tell them they need 10 feet from the corner of the driveway to the next car when there's 15 driveways on the street. You know, that one I, I take it, but parking ban, I understand. And it seems to be at least the last few years for sure, the city tries to do all of it, all it can to avoid putting a parking ban in place. This isn't just a money grab like people claim that it is. And what was it, a couple years ago, there was that storm where people were upset because they got ticketed and we didn't get the snow. And they complained. They called into the station and complained. And what happened? The mayor said that they were going to amnesty any of those tickets. So it's not like the city's being unreasonable on their end about this. 
Why are people being unreasonable about following along with it? 508-996-0500. Be back in a few moments. <laughs> And uh, we were talking about the snow totals and how different it was from one place to another. Uh, Not Bad in Oak Bluff says that on the vineyard, they received six and a half inches in Vineyard Haven and nine inches in Chillmark. And we're talking about a really small distance between those two. So it, it really was a very localized storm. So you might have gotten, you know, seven inches in your backyard and Somebody you know across the other side of town might have only gotten five inches or four inches. But again, it's all the the important part here is that we were prepared for more if more came. That's the key. And that's what these forecasts are about. It's about preparation. It's not about getting it right exactly. It's about making sure we can handle it if it is the worst case scenario. So I, you know, I'm not going to beat up on the meteorologists for the storm giving us less of an impact than we thought that it was going to, or they were saying it was going to give us. But you know where you can get a big impact? Where you can get the most for your money? Where you can get good, high-quality products at affordable prices? The Butcher Shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. It has that old-school neighborhood market feel, but it also has an understanding of the times that we live in. The Penaretta family, they know that it's it's costing people more to live these days. And they want to make sure that you can still have high-quality product without having to break the bank for it. So when you go there to get your meats, when you go there to get your Terrace Major, your prime rib, your sirloin steaks, your celebrity pork chops, your chicken breasts, your chicken wings, lobster, codfish, whatever it may be, sausage, whatever you want to get, you're going to get the highest quality product at just about the same price you're going to pay at the supermarket. But you can actually pick and say, you know, I want this cut. I want that cut. I want, an, I want a two-inch steak. I want a one-inch steak. They're going to give it to you exactly the way that you want it. Instead of having to go just pick up a package that's already sitting there that somebody cut who knows how long ago. But they also have all kinds of other products. Everything you need to do your shopping, you can get at the butcher shop. But you can also get some special treats for yourself, too like visiting their cheese fridge and getting cheeses from all over the world, going down into the beer and wine cellar and getting yourself a nice bottle of wine. They have really good quality bottles of wine for as cheap as $5 all the way up to $500. They've got great pre-made food. So if you're looking for something quick and easy tonight because you don't want to have to go out for dinner for Valentine's Day, you don't want to have to cook for Valentine's Day, you can stop on by and get some of the delicious food that they cook up fresh every day, ready to go, and just take it home and plate it. Or you want to stop in and get some lunch? You can eat it right out of the styrofoam container. Don't forget to grab some of Maria's homemade rice pudding. It is the perfect way to end any meal. So check out all the great quality products they have and the great service at the Butcher Shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. Let's go now into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day from Phil Devitt. 
Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. President Biden says history will not look kindly on House Republicans for their impeachment of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayorkas became the first cabinet secretary impeached in nearly 150 years by a one-vote margin on Tuesday. Republicans accused Mayorkas of failing to enforce immigration law at the southern border. Biden issued a statement after the vote calling it unconstitutional partisanship and a petty political game. Biden again called on Congress to take action to fix the nation's immigration system. A car crash into a hospital emergency room in Austin, Texas, has left the driver dead and five others injured. The incident took place at the St. David's North Austin Medical Center Tuesday night. The Austin Police Department says the crash does not appear to have been intentional. Ukraine has reportedly destroyed another Russian military ship in the Black Sea. A Ukrainian defense official claims the operation was carried out today by Ukraine's military intelligence agency. The official said the Russian landing ship was attacked by Ukrainian drones and sank to the bottom of the sea. Ukraine has claimed several attacks on Russian warships in the Black Sea, including the sinking of a guided missile ship earlier this month. A passenger aboard the Royal Caribbean's nine-month cruise around the world has died. The company confirmed the death in a statement on Tuesday, but the passenger's identity and details surrounding the death weren't given. The Serenade of the Sea set sail in December for the ultimate world cruise voyage. The trip will take passengers to all seven continents and over 60 countries. A SpaceX launch to put a private lander on the moon is being pushed back. A Falcon 9 rocket carrying the intuitive machine's Odysseus moon lander was scheduled to launch early today from Kennedy Space Center. In a late Tuesday night update, however, SpaceX said it was standing down from the launch attempt because of a temperature issue with the moon lander's liquid methane fuel. And the National Retail Federation says this could be a record year for Valentine's Day spending. Mark Mayfield reports. That's according to the National Retail Federation. It says consumers plan to spend a total of $25.8 billion this Valentine's Day. That's on par with last year's spending and the third highest in the survey's history. 62% of consumers ages 25 to 34 intend to celebrate this year more than any other age group. Consumers expect to spend $185 each on average. That's nearly $8 more than the average of Valentine's Day spending over the last five years. I'm Mark Mayfield. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Celtics beat the Brooklyn Nets last night, 118-110. to Can they do it again? The Nets are at TD Garden tonight at 7.30. And the Boston Bruins lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2. They're on home ice to play the Seattle Kraken Thursday night. Let's get a check on your forecast now with ABC6. Bundle up this Wednesday morning. It's cold outside. You'll be seeing plenty of sunshine. The temperatures, however, will be feeling in the teens throughout the rest of the day this afternoon. Temperatures climbing into and around the low 30s. That gusty wind up to 32 miles per hour. Overnight tonight, clear. Temperatures dip into the low 20s. Gusty still as we head into this Thursday. Increasing clouds, upper 30s. Chance for snow Thursday night until Friday. Little to no accumulation is expected. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station. 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
know, everybody got so excited when Fast Car came out and, you know, the, the remake of it came out and then Tracy Chapman performing at the Grammys and everybody was so excited. Oh, Tracy Chapman. But they forgot that she had a comeback uh, as well back in the 90s. So Fast Car came out in 88. And then you didn't really hear much from her for a few years. And then uh, eight years later in 96, that song came out, Give Me One Reason, which I've always liked. I've always thought it was a great great groove to that song. 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and get involved in the discussion this morning. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Happy Valentine's Day. To you as well. Um, I was going to say, I like barroom pizza. I like the thin, thin crushed it's good. Now, Charlie's in Wayham. That, that's Byron Peter, isn't it? Yes, and the, the family that owns Charlie's, um, yeah, I know, are, yeah. they're, they're connected to Cape Cod Cafe, so they claim to be the originators of, of the South Shore Bar Pizza. Right, because they're from the South Shore originally, I think, aren't they? Yep, they're from Brockton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the, I like the thin crust, like my raffles and different things like that, but that one is like a cracker crust. I like that. Have you tried the Dipper try Cafe the, yet? No, no, I'm going to go in there, though, and get one. Very they don't good. deliver. I called the other day. No, they don't. Uh, they don't They don't deliver. But, um, yeah, is it, is it like more of a, more of a bar room? Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to keep it, you know, they're trying to keep it old school. They're kind of like the, the, the New Bedford version of Linwood Cafe, you know? Yeah, it's a bar yeah. with a few tables, and you can have a pizza, and that's it. They don't have anything else. Yeah, I've been to bars around the Bedford, but I've never been to that one. But um, have you been to uh, Six and Sevens lately, or...? Not lately, no, but probably we'll no. be going back soon. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna go there and uh, visit in a, probably in a, another week or two. Just I've just have haven't been going to any restaurants really, not having no. time to sit down and and have a meal. Yeah, I should just back in the hospital again. Oh no, they they don't know what's wrong with her. Yeah. Well, well if you don't know now. if they don't know what's wrong with somebody, the hospital is the best place to be. Well, yeah, that's that's she's been there since last Saturday, Friday. Yeah. But, well, um, hopefully they figure it out. out. Yeah, I know. But anyway, I'm glad you're doing good. You sound great. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, getting there. There getting was there. a nice picture of you on, on Facebook last night, too. <laughs> what, were you, what were you out there shoveling? No, that was, uh, I took that this morning. I usually try to take a photo, you know, when I have, like, clothes that I that I haven't worn before. I try to take a photo. Um, yeah, it looks nice. So that I can, you know, remember that I have it. Because I'm I'm having a problem right now where I'm, I'm uh, throwing away, not throwing away, but getting rid of a lot of clothes, bringing them down in gifts to give. And yeah. like, I'm trying to keep track of what's too big and what's too small. And when I took the picture, yeah. I was like, oh, that, that doesn't look too bad. I'll, I'll share that out. No, that looks nice. But you have to, now you have to get another smaller pair of jeans. Because yeah. <laughs> they're baggy on you. Well, the, the problem but, is, is they're always going to look baggy <laughs> on me because I can't get pants that are the right length because my legs are too short. Mine are size 28. You can't really, you really can't get them at, I don't know, anything less than that, but it's so long then. But with capris, they fit me like jeans. The, the only way I'm going to have pants the right length is if I can lose enough weight that I can wear kids' jeans again. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's good. It's a good idea. It'd be cheaper, too. Maybe. But yeah. anyway. Well, you have a great day. You as and, well. Uh, See you later. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Yeah, that is a huge problem for me is I buy, you know, I try to buy 29 inseam, but it's so hard to find. Most of the time I'm getting 30 inseam. And really, I probably need like 27, 26 inches. And I buy, I like to buy a lot of vintage jeans on eBay. I like to get the ones that are actually from the 90s because they stopped making the Levi's that I like to wear 
the 555s. And so I'll go on eBay and try to buy, you know, literally old jeans from the 90s. And sometimes, you know, they're still in great shape. And they'll tell you it's a 29 or a 30 inseam, but it actually measures 27 or 28 inches. So I try to buy those ones because I just can't get ones that are short enough in my waist size. Maybe if I can get to a smaller waist size, it might be more and it might be easier to find. But I just realized, you know, I don't have a normal, I have a, a relatively common adult weight size now, waist size now, but I don't have a common adult inseam. Most people even that are short don't have the issue where I have where my torso is longer than my legs. And so I have very short legs and it's hard to find the jeans that I need. So I'm down to a 40 waist from, I was a 48. So I'm down to a 40 and I'm trying to get down to, I used to be a 36 when I was in high school. Maybe if I can get down to a 36, then I can start to find some of those inseams that fit me again. But I was a, I was a 3630 in high school with no problem. No, no bagginess, no dragging of my, uh, my pant legs on the ground. But now that happens. So I'm already shrinking. It's already happening. They're not kidding. When you get older, you get smaller. And not, not necessarily in the way that you want to. 508 996 I'm going to take the break now so I don't fall behind. We'll be back in a few. I'm nuts when I say this, but that's my second favorite Bowie song. A lot of people are like, oh, really? That was a little too poppy for my taste, but nope, I love it. It's my second favorite Bowie song. My first favorite, very obscure song you had in the 90s, The Heart's Filthy Lesson, which you put on that song driving around at night in the dark by yourself down a, down a deserted road in Rochester or Freetown or something, and you're going to freak yourself out with that song. The Heart's Filthy Lesson. Anyway, got some app chat messages I want to catch up on. Uh, Mr. M in New Bedford says, Good morning. People need to follow the parking ban rules. DPI has a hard enough time plowing the streets. As you can tell, just look at the side streets. There is a parking ban for a reason, so they can plow to the curb, not leave the snow 5 to 10 feet from the curb. And that's exactly it. Like, I don't know why people can't understand that it actually makes their life easier. you got to move the car that one particular time. And yeah, that's a little bit of an inconvenience, but this snow is going to stick around for days. There's no 
50 degree day coming to melt it. There's no rainstorm coming to wash it away. In fact, we're going to get some more flakes on top of it in the next couple of days. No accumulation, but just more snow. And that means that the snow that they didn't plow because you wouldn't move your car is going to be there now. And everybody that followed the rules is going to have trouble finding a parking space there. Uh, also, Jackie in New Bedford says, Hi, Tim. It's so funny how the storm was so localized. My grandson goes to college in Boston and was looking forward to a good snowstorm. He was so disappointed. And then she shared photos of what he saw in Boston and then what she got uh, at her house in New Bedford. And you can see the stark difference. There's not a single snowflake in that Boston photo, but yet a couple inches of snow on the on the deck in the photo she sent. So, And that's between Boston and New Bedford. There was even more discrepancy on on a smaller scale as i mentioned earlier sandwich eight inches picasset an inch and a half you know what that distance is i think if you drove from fort Tabor to the new bedford cushionet line this is just a guess i don't know this for sure i think that's more of a geographical difference than if you went from picasset to sandwich don't quote me on that. Not not giving exact measurements. It's just my gut feeling. We're talking about a very small difference. A 10-minute drive was a difference of six and a half inches. So that just shows you how localized it was and why it was so hard to have kind of exact predictions. But I'd say they were pretty on the money for our area just when they were you know, closer to the low end. Obviously, some places like Rochester, they got like five or six inches. Uh, you know, out toward the Fall River area, they got seven, eight inches. So we were all in that four to eight inch range, and it seems like that's what what came to pass. So it's not an exact science, but I wouldn't blame the meteorologists on this one. I would blame the storm for these particular differences. Speaking of the storm, ABC6 had a really nice story this morning that I saw of there were some paramedics in New Bedford that went out to make a call, uh, an elderly couple, early yesterday morning. And while they were there treating the gentleman, they could they noticed that the wife was, you know, a little bit apprehensive about the storm and uh, about things in general. And so these two... First responders responded by grabbing the woman's shovels and clearing her driveway and clearing a path for her to be able to get in and out of the house, you know, just going above and beyond. And you got to love stories like that. When they've got a hard enough job, they were on a 24-hour shift through the storm yesterday, but just doing that little bit of extra to make somebody's day feel better and to make them feel a little bit better. You'll love to hear stories like that. And you know what? There's lots of those stories all around the city and all around the South Coast that never get shared. The person who goes and clears their neighbor's driveway without them even asking. They're out at work and then they come home and find out, hey, somebody shoveled my driveway. Oh, it was Joe next door. Or like Phil Devitt, who cleared off my car before I left yesterday morning. And he was right when you texted me, Phil, I did have to, you know, clear it again because it was coming down so fast. But it was a very big help. You know, little things like that, little bits and pieces of thinking about others. Snowstorms are a great time to do the whole pay it forward thing without actually having to use money. Just a little bit of uh, elbow grease. 
Got a few minutes remaining here. 508-996-0500. Going to take my last break. We'll be right back. Valentine's Day gift to you. One of the best love songs out there, in my opinion, although it is called Love Fool. So, and I think a lot of us are love fools today on Valentine's Day. I hope that uh, you did make reservations and that you do get out there and have a great Valentine's Day or, you know, if you stay home, whatever it is that you're going to do, I hope it's a great day for you. And I hope that you enjoy and get to spend it with the ones you love. And if not, if you are somebody who doesn't care about Valentine's Day, I totally understand that, too. I'm with you. So uh, we will talk more tomorrow morning. Stay tuned for South Coast Now with Chris McCarthy. He is going to have Mayor Mitchell in at 11 o'clock. They'll take your phone calls. I'm sure they'll talk more about the parking ban as they did 